Yo, yo, what up, motherfuckers? Um, so, yesterday we ended up talking about discipline, apparently. So I'm going to recap to see if I can fucking remember anything that I would have said about that. But um, I think I got to the point where I ended up realizing that discipline is a thing. It exists. And, and as much as people, you know, don't want to admit it because of our personal circumstances and, you know, things that we don't have uh, the ability to understand or know or be aware of or have control over and so on and so forth, like the lack of destiny, you know. I think that's that's a really big conversation sometimes the the whole lack of destiny thing it's like you know there's there's this weird like duality in in life that like I I fully believe and understand that we have absolutely no fucking control over basically anything. I mean, I mean if you understand some of the basics of psychology and and like cognitive biases um, the structures of the brain and what they're set up to accomplish and how they process information and, and so on and so forth. Just that alone right there is enough to explain to you that you don't have any control over anything. And the, the easiest way for me to be able to say that in a way that everybody understands, and it's a, it's a platitude, of course, but I mean, you fucking take it for what you want. Um, it's that, you know, when when you have children there's a way to manipulate them and you can't ask a child like do you want some milk for example because they'll tell you whether they want milk or they think they have choice so then they start telling you that they want to have juice or that they want water you can't ask them if they want you know a cup of water or whatever because then it's like well how big is the fucking cup you know i want a very 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 big cup with lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of water daddy and if you don't give them your biggest fucking cup with the most amount of water, there's going to be an issue kind of deal, right? So instead of asking the child whether they want water, get, you know, give them the illusion of, of choice and say, do you want water in the red cup or the blue cup? And then now they're, they're framed and they know that they have to choose water and it has to be in the red or the blue cup, but now they get to choose. So that, that choice that they have is very limiting and you you put that on them your your psychology the world around you all of the naturing all of the nurturing and the way that society works like sociology sociology it, the whole fucking thing controls you and gives you this illusion of choice your government is an illusion of choice the food that you have available at the store is an illusion of choice um so with that being said you know it's it's like listen you're in control of what you have control over and and i think that's kind of where you get to be able to say not only do i not have choice and that my destiny is predetermined, but I get to decide how I get to my destiny kind of thing. So where you're going, you're going to end up there no matter what. How you get there is going to end up being up to you. And, you know, anyways, you can dig deep in, into this stuff or whatever there, but the, the point is, is that I believe that there are two pieces and you have to be able to look at both of them because not just one exists without the other. It's, it's really weird, you know, and, and all of life is like that. All of the world is like that. People are like that, you know. Anyways, so a good way for me to be able to explain this to people, 
I use typically kind of like two or three kind of like keywords. I tell them that the world is built out of concentric circles. Or I explain to them, you know, like a Venn diagram, for example. Um, there are points in the world. And these are points of influence. And so like the circle, you know, A for, you know, in, the, in this Venn diagram that I'm making up right now is going to be like you and your, your influence, right? And then circle B is, let's say, your significant other. And your significant other has their own circle of influence. Now, obviously, you guys are not the same person. You don't have the same influence. You don't have the same, uh, you know, like whatever perspective it is that you put out onto the world. And so your circles may overlap to an extent, but they are not the same circle. And they're not completely different circles, right? They're slightly overlapped. But even at that, if you guys have a child, that child is learning both from you and from your partner. And so that child is now in the middle of your little personal two bubble Venn diagram, those two concentric circles. And so you have the entire world of people out there, 8 billion people, all with their own kind of like area of influence, their little circle. And, and so it's this giant Venn diagram of everybody affecting everybody. But then you get into really complicated stuff where like groups of people create their own circle. We might call that culture, for example. Uh, We might call that a a country, for example. So there's all of these circles in Canada, but Canada itself is a circle. And Canada will overlap with France and the United States and different parts of Europe and so on and so forth. And that builds like the earth circle and the earth circle overlaps with other stuff. But this is where you need to understand that there's layers, right? It's not just, you know, people to countries, to planets, to universe. It's also like, you know, the types of drugs that you have available in your country, like what your cigarettes taste like is a fucking influence, for example. The type of soap that you have available, what companies sell what products in what stores, for example, you know? And so it can get really complicated, really, really, really complicated. Um, The complexity of that entire system is what gives you the ability to kind of move in and out of things. You can move up the layers and you can move down the layers, but you can also move in and out of different concentric circles and you can, your entire world is like a five-dimensional fucking cube of Venn diagrams and concentric circles and layers and onions and turtles' backs and all kinds of stuff. So in all of that, you do have a certain ability to just control stuff and and do whatever it is that you want. That being said, um, the thing that you have the most control over typically is going to end up being yourself philosophically, I don't necessarily agree with that, but we just finished just, you know, discussing certain amounts of duality. But anyways, so that's a whole different conversation. But the point is you get to have the most amount of control over yourself than you do over anyone else. And what you think, what you read, what you see, what you eat, what you do, you know, and all the people that you hang out with having influence over you is you choosing what influence you want over yourself. So, if you are born with nothing and die with nothing, for the most part, 
And the idea of life is simply to live and to experience and to do things and create stuff and to influence and be influenced. Then at some point, you're going to have to choose what role do you want to play? What character do you want to be? And that's where I'm at right now. So I've been listening to a lot of Jordan Peterson again. And, you know, there's all this kind of like really deep thought and I posted some TikToks on it and I'm writing on the, on the forums and whatever there at catscademy.ca. But, um, the, the point is, is that where I'm at right now is that I've made a decision on this character. So this character is this really fit, healthy guy, um, kind of like monk style, you know, maybe some like Ki Jong or like Tai Chi in there, you know, and he understands himself and the world around him and his bubble is relatively small, for example, because he likes to have control over his environment, right? So he has, you know, good discipline and he has a schedule of routine. He knows what he does and how he does it and why he does it. Um, he's also an author, so he writes and publishes books and he spends a lot of time perfecting the three-dimensional world that he lives in and trying to put good out into the world and so on and so forth, uh, while also kind of keeping in mind the state of his own head, right? So a little bit of meditation and some health. I think some of the things that I care about the most in this entire world, I, I, would, have to, I would have to put everything into a giant lump and say personal development. And I kind of hate saying it because this has been a debate that I've been going on forever. So I'll just give you the conclusion. But personal development is not really something that people find attractive. I'm not good at it in terms of like dishing it out for other people necessarily. And that's partly because the way that the system is set up, you know, the world enjoys entertainment or they enjoy, you know, uh, catalogs of information that are, you know, easily browsable and the, the algorithms on YouTube, you know, prefer videos with good lighting and no swear words and stuff or whatever, you know? So in, in terms of being able to manipulate my environment in that way, not really good at that. You know, what I'm good at doing is just being me, I guess. And so I guess I kind of started thinking like, why don't I just be the best me that I can be? You know, it's like, listen, I, I enjoy doing light exercise. I really like it. I like doing Tai Chi and I like stretching and doing mobility and things like this. So why don't I just get really good at it? And, and not so that I can teach you or do anything like that, but just because I know it feels good for me and I like it. And I want to know about the vagus nerve and I want to know about how it connects the brain and the heart and the gut and that through the nervous system and that nerve, um, you know, it's capable of transmitting information and resonance frequency and all kinds of stuff. And that, you know, how people get headaches from televisions and lights or how people can hear a television in another room you know, not near them or like their neighbor's television, you know, with the sound off, but you can like hear the frequency. This is, you know, possibly the vagus nerve picking up on that frequency. You know, I want to understand how the world works and if we're being controlled by, you know, some quantum artificial intelligence, you know, um, 
I, I want to know whether we actually need to eat food or not, or whether it's just some myth, because that's my biggest conspiracy is that we don't really need food. What we need is metabolism. What we need are chemical reactions. And I don't think food is necessary to get those chemical reactions. And so I want to research those things. And, and I enjoy researching it. I enjoy doing this because it helps me live better for myself. And when my circles mix with other people, I'm capable of offering them perspective and contextual development. And I don't need to spend my entire life trying to define by everyone else's rules how I'm going to offer contextual development by giving it a name and trying to start a business and so on and so forth. What I need to do is record my adventure. And if I die famous, then that's great. Otherwise, this has been my character. My, my character, I've, you know, anyways, I don't know where I'm going with this anymore, so I'm going to stop. Um, so, yeah, we'll see you on the next podcast. I'm doing a little bit more work. Where am I right now? Uh, well, it's Christmas, and I'm alone. But Isabella's going to be coming back soon. She's, uh, she's out of the house right now, so... And, you know, we're going to get some coffee and do a little bit more blog writing and stuff like that. I still have a little bit of time on my schedule. Let's talk about that schedule just real fast. Um, since I think I spoke about it a second ago there anyways. But basically the whole Jordan Peterson thing was that like, listen, you're going to end up where you're going. You know, you're, you're going to get there no matter what, you know, the whole destiny conversation. Right. And you got to choose the character that you want to be. So I've chosen my character. So now that you know the character, it's like, well, how do you get there? You know, and it basically begins with discipline, which is that conversation that we had yesterday. And so you create yourself a schedule and you say, what, you know, within limitations, what is my perfect day? My perfect day is getting up at five o'clock in the morning after eight hours of sleep because I like to go to bed at nine. That's when I know that my circadian rhythm or whatever kind of like says, hey, it's, you know, it's a good time to go to sleep. So I shut my electronics off at eight. At nine, I go to bed. I wake up eight hours later. I'm nice and rested. I feel good. Maybe I work out, you know, at uh, six o'clock. Maybe I work out at one o'clock. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. But I work out for an hour and, uh, you know, I, I do eight hours worth of work with some breaks in there and stuff, you know, to, to keep myself energized. I take, you know, 20 minutes, three times a day to meditate and get myself back, you know, down to earth and things, you know, um, I, during my work period, which is what I'm working on right now, trying to understand more directly, like specifically what it is I'm supposed to be doing, um, I will be doing research and I'll be writing on the blog and I'll be making videos and I'll be talking, you know, to you guys like this and, and making the podcast. And as I take some fundamentals, like the 1% fundamental, you know, from James Altucher, for example, and I become a little bit better every day and I do a little bit of work every day and I, I build my library of information at catscademy.ca on the forum um, then I can, I continue to build up my, my empire, my little empire of information. And then every day I work towards my health and my knowledge and my reading and all of these things. And what I see is that eventually my 15 published books becomes 50 published books, you know, and I have 
you know, 5,000 posts on the website. You know, I've got 1,200 videos on TikTok right now, you know. And, you know, to go back and watch through the 1,200 TikToks, for example, and write about them and talk about them and then get some ideas and expand my mind effectively is what it is that I'm doing. Every day I'm exercising my brain and my thoughts. And eventually I end up with enough, you know, products and knowledge and experience and health and so on and so forth, um, you know, that I've expanded myself. There's more opportunities. Somewhere in here, you know, I do want to become uh, vocationally successful enough that I can, I can take on work in the future and become worth, you know, 50 bucks an hour and make a living doing this. But obviously I don't know how to do that. And I'm going to have to take some of my own advice and start somewhere and then move forward to it. And, and I'm going to get the ideas as time goes by. You know, and I'm going to understand and when I build my discipline and things like that, that I'm going to be able to execute on different things a little bit better than I have in the past. You know, so anyways, that's where I'm at right now. So I'll see you guys later.